Okay, so this episode is about protein synthesis. So DNA versus RNA. DNA is deoxyribose and RNA is ribose sugar. Uh, and in DNA, there is thymine versus in RNA, there is uracil. DNA is stable and RNA is unstable. DNA is double-stranded and RNA is single-stranded. And DNA is long versus RNA is short. So there are different types of RNA. So mRNA is a flat single chain with no secondary structure and it directs protein production. tRNA is shaped like a clover and it matches nucleotides in the mRNA with the correct amino acids. rRNA makes up the ribosome and it actually catalyzes the peptide bond formation. snRNA um, are small nuclear and it makes up the spliceosome. So protein synthesis is DNA codes for proteins through mRNA, and the introns are spliced out of the mRNA. Some of the DNA is regulatory sequences, like the promoters, termination sequences, response elements, which code for nothing. And some of the DNA codes for tRNA, rRNA, snRNA, etc. So how does RNA polymerase know which strand to read and where exactly to start reading from? So it starts right after the promoter, and it's the non-tata strand. Okay, so what determines exactly what genes are read? So transcription factors are proteins that regulate transcription by binding to specific parts of the DNA. Um, and this depends on how tight the DNA is coiled, uh, euchromatin versus heterochromatin, um, attachment to the nuclear matrix, Transcription factors, both general and specific. Specific transcription factors bind to sequences that are specific to each gene, and general binds to the stuff like the TATA box, which is in every gene. Um, external signals can also tell what genes are turned on, and essentially RNA polymerase cannot jump onto the DNA itself. The appropriate transcription factors must bind to the DNA first so the RNA polymerase can then bind. So the initiation of transcription, promoters have conserved, which means repeated, sequences like the TATA box, so general transcription factors and RNA polymerase combined. It also contains unique sequences to each gene so that specific transcription factors can be used to turn on and off genes. Now on to transcription. So RNA polymerase binds to DNA at the start of the gene where the promoter is, so the non-TATA strand. Um, and then it starts transcribing like 25 nucleotides past it. It moves along the template going from five prime to three prime. And as RNA polymerase binds, it opens the DNA and moves forward, adding complementary ribonucleotides to the three prime end. The DNA recoils behind it and it pushes the single strand of mRNA off. And this continues until it hits the termination sequence. So RNA processing is the cap, which is added to the front 5' prime end, helps RNA leave the nucleus and bind to the ribosome. And this makes sure that it goes in front first and helps protect it from damaging enzymes. The poly-A tail is added to the end and it keeps the important region of mRNA from getting chewed up too fast. You still want it chewed up though because otherwise it'll keep making the protein over and over. Um, and splicing are spliceosomes made out of SNRPs or SNRNPs, splice out the introns, and the exons are actually what code for the proteins. So the leader and trailer sequences, the 5' prime and 3' prime UTR, make sure that the mRNAs are expressed at the right time in the right place. The 5' prime UTR is, the, is leading and it is not translated, 
but it is transcribed from the DNA. It helps the transcript attach to the ribosome and is involved in regulation of translation, so things can bind there, preventing translation. The 3' UTR is the trailing end and is transcribed but not translated. Controls the mRNA stability, how long it lasts in the cytoplasm, and things bind to the 3' UTR and destroy the transcript. This includes a signal to put on the poly-A tail, and it controls translation efficiency, so things bind to it and either prevent translation or make it go faster. Alright, so now on to uh, like what is the codon? So it's just three nucleotides of RNA that code for one amino acid, and an anticodon is three complementary nucleotides that code for the amino acid derived from the codon. And the tRNA structure is essentially just a clover. So how does the ribosome know where to begin translation? So the five prime cap leads the transcript in so it's not backwards and the start codon sets the reading frame. Now on to translation. So first processed mRNA binds to the ribosome at the start codon, AUG on mRNA, um, and the anticodon is UAC, which codes for methylionine. Um, and this sets the reading frame and then tRNA attaches to the start codon in the P site. The large subunit of the ribosome binds to the smaller subunit and mRNA. The tRNA binds to the second codon in the, amine, in the acceptor site, and the amino acid in the P site is covalently bonded to the new amino acid in the A site. The amino acid loses their attachment to the tRNA in the P site, so both are only attached to the tRNA in the A site. Everything moves forward, which drags the mRNA with it. And the first tRNA falls off of the E site and goes to get a new amino acid in the cytoplasm. The tRNA with the amino acid chain has moved from the A site to the P site. And then the new tRNA and amino acid entered the A site and peptide bond formed between the new amino acid and the existing chain. And then the mRNA moves forward again and this entire thing repeats. So faithful translation is the 5' prime cap puts it on the right way so that it doesn't read it backwards. The AUG start codon st sets the reading frame. The ribosome subunits come together only when the start codon binds. And the enzyme called tRNA synthetase puts the amino acids on the tRNA. So the tRNA doesn't just get random amino acids. Amino acyl transferase, or tRNA synthetase, so there are 20, so it makes sure that the correct amino acid gets put onto the correct tRNA. Post-translational modification is where the mRNA enters the free ribosome, and as translation begins, the mRNA uh, for secretory proteins and membrane proteins have a signal peptide at the leading end. The SRP, or signal recognition particle, um, RNA protein binds to signal peptide and takes the ribosome into the uh, rough ER. This attaches the growing amino acid chain to the ER, and the chain of amino acids is fed through a protein pore into the rough ER, and the signal peptide is cleaved off. Once inside the RER, the amino acids can be removed, they can be folded up, two chains can be hooked up into a quaternary structure, Lipids and carbs may be added to make glycoproteins, or markers, and the chains may be cut into smaller pieces to be hooked together later. Okay, so how do proteins and ribosomes get into the RER? So first, the ribosome will be bound, which means it's on the RER surface, and the protein will be pushed into the RER 
as it's synthesized. Methylamine, which is the start codon, is clipped off into the RER and the other post-translational modifications. Effects of mutations on proteins include there being no change in the protein, it's part of the degenerate code, or the mutation is in a non-coding region. Um, or it could change one amino acid, and uh, how misshapen that makes the protein kind of depends. Or it could shorten the protein by changing the start codon so it begins translation late or makes an earlier stop codon. Or it lengthens the protein and it changes the stop codon so it keeps going through the trailer and poly A tail or creates an earlier start. It could also cause a frame shift mutation. Um, and then point mutations affect by changing one amino acid, shortening the protein, lengthening the protein, and again, causing a frame shift mutation. So like imagine the AUC becomes the AUG and now you've got a start codon that could change the reading frame and mess stuff up. The results of mutations on the individual cell. So repair enzyme can fix it, uh, proofreading enzyme fixes it, or the cell dies. Uh, the cell makes mutated proteins and doesn't affect the cell or doesn't read that gene anyway, or apoptosis. So results of mutation on an organism. The cell becomes cancerous if it mutates the apoptosis genes, the cell cycle controls genes, or crawling genes. And if a cell is a sperm or egg, the child now has that mutated DNA in every cell of the body. So in summary, transcription starts 25 nucleotides past the Tata box. Introns are transcribed but not translated because they're cut out during intron splicing. 5' UTR and 3' UTR get transcribed but not translated, and they're before and after the stop and start codons. The stop codon is transcribed but not translated, and the signal peptide gets transcribed, translated, and then cut out, so it's not part of the final protein. The poly A tail and cap are added, but they're not encoded by DNA.